This is Doug Green, and I'm the publisher of Technology Reseller News, and I'm very pleased to have with us Ethan Gustav, who's the group president of North America for InfoBib. Ethan, thank you for joining us today. Doug, thanks for having me. Well, I'm really pleased that we're able to catch up with InfoBib, but it's our first podcast with you guys, I think, since the Mobile World Congress in Las Vegas. Here we are just on the on the eve of almost a few uh, literally just a month away from the Mobile World Congress Barcelona, the bookmarks of the year. And we're going to be talking about uh, customer experiences, CX, what, what people are looking for today. But Ethan, could you give us just a sort of brief overview of what InfoBip is today and what you do at InfoBip? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, so um, we are a global communications platform as a service. Um, we're a leader in that category. The company has been around for uh, about 17, 18 years now. It was actually founded out of a garage in uh, Croatia, uh, became the first unicorn out of um, Central Europe, uh, and has seen some pretty rapid expansion globally and uh, also adoption uh, in terms of the things that uh, we do. Um, we generally work with major enterprises and major brands globally. We also uh, work very closely with uh, wireless operators uh, as partners uh, and also customers. Um, but basically what we do is we provide um, a number of different communication modalities, channels, if you will, uh, across messaging, voice, video, email. Um, and we expose those to uh, our customers so that they can use them at scale, reliably, uh, cost-effectively, uh, and really abstract the uh, complexity uh, of reaching their end customers over all these different modalities and different regions and uh, wireless operators. So you're one of those companies that we always hear about that even if you don't know it, you've probably used InfoBip at some point, maybe even in the last month. Uh, we are, you know, it's it's kind of funny. We're um, we're we're behind the scenes, I would say, um, on a lot of these interactions that get delivered uh, over wireless uh, devices. Uh, and uh, I would say the chances are, if you're receiving uh, a text message from a business, uh, or uh, let's say a two-factor authentication code, uh, or potentially a voice call uh, or an email, we're generally behind the scenes on a lot of that. Uh, and uh, uh, that's really because of the real focus and the point of origination for the company was around sourcing connectivity directly from the source. Uh, and in many of these modalities, uh, because we're delivering to a wireless handset, um, we need to partner with the wireless operator to get that access. Uh, and that's not a rite of passage. It's actually um, kind of a privileged thing and hard to get, uh, especially in many markets. Uh, and so really the focus was to build out that connectivity and get it directly from the source. And um, we, you know, and I think the numbers back this up, um, we're really proud to be uh, the most connected um, communication platform as a service um, out there. Uh, and why that's important, because when um, you're trying to deliver these experiences, um, there's a lot that can happen from point A to point B. And the more uh, the more people that are in the middle of that point A to point B in the value chain, um, more things can go wrong. Um, there can be quality issues. Um, in a lot of cases, too, we're also dealing with um, 
you know, specialized like regional regulatory or compliance guidelines. And, um, you know, again, another principled ethos of the company, which I think is a differentiator for us is um, we really want to help protect wireless subscribers from things like spam uh, and robocalls. That's very important to our carrier partners. And so we um, we focus on that as well. And I think we do a pretty good job of that. So, you know, it, it seems like InfoBIP is right at the heart of of the of a very important part of CX of customer experience that if I'm interacting with a vendor if I'm making an appointment with a hospital or making an appointment to see some sort of service or make a purchase as you said you know two-point authentication or just see the status of my account I'm probably going to do it on my phone and I'm probably going to end up using some of the services you're providing and if it goes poorly they're not going to blame InfoBip. They're going to, the customers are going to blame whoever they're interfacing with. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I mean, I think about, um, you know, some of the account management services that we power for some of the world's um, largest uh, and most customer obsessed brands out there. Um, if they have a customer that comes in and needs to reset or authenticate, uh, and that text message containing the uh, the PIN number to do the reset doesn't get there in a timely fashion. Um, obviously, that's right. a really poor that's a really poor customer experience. But we're actually seeing it manifest itself in some um, other really interesting ways that impair customer experience. Um, you know, because of what I said before and the multiple hops, and um, I also think kind of like where we're at in the maturation of our industry. Um, there are um, there are a lot of fraudsters out there um, that are trying to abuse the channel, um, and they're doing it for self-serving purposes so they can you know make money or hack accounts or get information in a nefarious way. Um, you know the, these these fraudsters uh, you know can come in, and um, if you're not working with somebody like Infobip that has the the quality and the direct connectivity. And also some of the capabilities to safeguard and fight these fraudsters, um, they can come in and they can actually hijack uh, a customer experience uh, and, and make it really poor, but also um, drive up cost uh, for the brand that's paying for that interaction to be facilitated. Um, so um, we're seeing some interesting things, but um, you know, uh, largely, uh, all of these can affect customer experience. And um, it's really important for brands and users of these channels to understand that. So Ethan, you know, the background of your company is you were you were from the beginning focused on the enterprise. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it was really, um, it was deliberate, I would say. Um, and it kind of married up with how we approached building out the business uh, and sourcing that direct connectivity directly from the operators. Um, it also really precipitated us putting uh, local offices in all of the major geographies that we operated in, which consequently was also where a majority of our customers were. So today we have uh, offices uh, in over 70 countries. Um, we're also running um, uh, a significant amount of data centers uh, all over the world, which enables us to do uh, in-region uh, data protection and data sovereignty. Um, but um, it all kind of came together and it was really derived from this 
thesis and ambition that we wanted to work with major enterprises. Um, and we like that because of the complexity uh, around the technology. There was a big challenge there. Uh, we also really liked it too, in terms of the global reach and all the different geographies. Um, but, um, you know, I think a big differentiator for our focus and, and, and value we bring to the market is um, the way we actually work with our customers, the way we deliver our technology and our services, the people that we have that actually uh, work with our customers, um, we really focus on providing uh, a thicker service wrapper. Um, and we know that this is more important for the enterprise uh, than let's say uh, just maybe an individual developer who's trying to add communication to their application. Um, which is also very important um, and a really, really important segment of the market. Um, but the needs of those two uh, buyers are very different. Um, and it just happens our point of origin was really more on the enterprise side. So I guess we're now officially in the run-up to Mobile World Congress Barcelona for 2024. It's a big event. Um, what are you guys looking at for the new year? We're really excited about um, the rise of, of, of AI. And uh, I think everybody in technology is very excited about the rise of AI. Um, you know, but I think um, as we start to move from bringing generative AI into the business and we start to see uh, the evolution into interactive AI, um, we're really excited about that because basically what it does is it takes um, the core of our portfolio, which is this incredible, high quality, global reaching uh, connectivity in all these different communication modalities. And it basically makes them intelligent and it, it supercharges them. Um, chatbots have been around for a while um, and there's been some very cool use cases and I think some really positive ROI to the customer experience with chatbots. But basically this just puts them all on steroids uh, and is a step factor to taking um, these capabilities uh, to, to the next level. So we're excited about interactive AI, um, the ability for a bot to call on um, different uh, and sometimes disparate software and services and APIs and really pull together an experience that solves a consumer's problem, right? So from seeing an advertisement uh, to doing, uh, you know, research on a product to trialing that product and seeing how it might work via AR or VR, uh, to actually purchasing that product and renewing that product. We're really excited about um, some of the capabilities. And as well, um, I really do think that we're gonna be at a point where some of the rich channels, um, so like RCS, uh, WhatsApp, um, Line, Viber, Talk, all across the globe, I think we're really gonna see um, the emergence of these channels really take off uh, we're seeing really strong growth in a lot of other geographies, but um, the U.S. market's been a little a little bit behind. Uh, but I think that we're nearing a point where these things are really going to start to be adopted at scale and um, deliver a lot of value to both businesses uh, and the and the customers they serve. So we're excited about that. Well, Ethan, I really want to thank you for joining us today. This has been really interesting. I hope we get a chance to do this before the uh, Mobile World Congress and then after. I hope to keep up with you guys all year long. Where can we learn more about InfoBib? Uh, you can go to uh, our website, uh, www.infobib.com. We've got pages all over social media. Um, I think you can, you can learn about us there. Come visit us at Mobile World Congress. 
Uh, we're excited about the opportunity to see a lot of people there. And uh, Doug, I'd like to thank you for, uh, for the airtime today and the conversation. And um, we look forward to seeing you soon. Ethan, ditto. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. Take care.